You should get some of these in-ear monitors I got, dude. Like, I'm, I might buy another pair of these just to listen to music through. I really like them. Yeah. I mean... It, like, I took them to work with me yesterday and just listened to music with them. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, it's... like They look they look like they're comfortable and they won't accidentally fall out or anything like that. I mean, yeah, but I mean, I, if you're trying to look cool with your little studio headphone monitor headphones there, then, you know, yeah. I, I can't... This looks less cool, probably, because you don't even notice it. But that's what I wanted to see. But that's that's the whole thing. Right. Is that, you know, people won't even notice and you can yeah. just pretend like you're listening to them when you're not. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, my wife got like a pair of the uh, the Apple AirPod Pros like as a gift from work a couple of years ago and she just doesn't like them. So, oh, really? Uh, wow. Yeah. I mean, she likes the other like the non-pro AirPods which, oh. or just like just the headphones. I, I hate those because they don't stick in my ear. They like, stay yeah. in my ear. I always that's what I've never used them, but I always just feel like, how is that even staying in there? But yeah, it's I I, it's never worked for me. Uh, But I I like the ones that kind of go in. They have like the rubber on it, so they can you can jam it way in there. That's what these do. Well, these come with different tips, including okay. They come with like rub. I use like the rubber, probably silicone, I guess tips. But they also come with the foam tips, where you have to kind of roll it like an earplug and then shove it in. Oh right, so they they come with lots of options, but. uh, well, the I, thing I don't know that, I, that weirds me out that I like about the AirPod Pros is that they yeah. have like a mic that they use the microphone on them so that you can hear stuff around you. Yeah, that's cool. If you want to. Oh, I don't I mean, want to. I, I, I didn't even know that that's what it did. And then when I tried it, I'm like, wow, this is wild. Like it's I feel as though I can uh, like you could basically do anything and you would like you wouldn't uh, miss anything, I guess. Yeah. Like if, you know, they always say, oh, don't ride a bike and like listen to headphones or something right. like that. Like I yes. feel like you could li- you could ride a bike, yeah, and, and listen to this. That'd be cool. Or, and like listen to music and be able to not be nervous about dying. Yeah, I, I've never messed around with AirPods at all. Uh, in fact, when I bought uh, my editing computer, it came with a free pair. Like that was the promotion. Oh, really? Like, oh, here's a free pair of AirPods. Yeah. I, I don't think they were pros. I think they were just regular AirPods. But I mean, they were the mm-hmm. little wireless ones or whatever. And I ended up just selling them. Uh, like at a deep discount to a friend of mine. Uh, well, the mm-hmm. Imagine Dragons girl. I sold them to her for like half price or something just because I'm like, I don't want these. So, um, but then I was surprised, you know, I think I we we talked about like somebody sent us a question about uh, like what uh, what YouTube shows we like watching. And I mentioned that Darko mm-hmm. Audio. And I mean, that right. guy's like, a you know, he uses a lot of high end equipment, you know. In fact, yeah. like he'll review like earbuds that are like thousands of dollars, you know, like I'm never going to buy those, but I still enjoy just watching his show and hearing his thoughts. But he just did a couple of review videos about the new mm-hmm. AirPod pros. And he was like pretty positive about it. I was surprised. I figured he'd be like, yeah, these are trash. Uh, but he didn't <laughs> feel that way at all. So, um, so that was cool. I mean, it's it, just, Watching or listening to reviews on headphones is such a weird thing because you can't like it's going to be different for everybody, right? Like yeah, and they they all use the, the same like adjectives. That adjectives. <laughs> well, there's only so sorry. many ways that you can say. Oh, it sounds it sounds surprisingly good. Or no, I know, but like you know, like when you know, it's one of the big reasons I'm not into wine is that I don't like wine people. You know, and the things yeah. that they say to describe the wine because it's just hard. I get it; it's hard to describe. But so when you watch like audio uh, equipment reviews, it's always like, oh, the the sound stage is expansive and you have better separation and blah blah blah. And I'm like, what? Like, I don't. 
some of that stuff just doesn't even make sense. I just feel like, kind of like maybe what you were kind of getting at, I just feel like you, there's no substitute for just hearing it yourself. And like, yeah, that's and one like, of the oh, things. Do I like that, this or do I not like this? Because yeah. you got, you got, didn't you say you got like a pair? You got a pair of headphones. Yes, and I hated that them. were supposed to be good, and then yes. you, you hated them. I absolutely couldn't stand them. Yeah, because it's one of those things where all you can do is this is what sucks is you have to just watch reviews online, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I don't want to sound like I'm being negative about YouTube people, but just there's just a lot of people that have channels where it's like that's what I do is I review stuff, and it's just like. Oh, you know, Sennheiser sent us these new pair of headphones and we're going to check them out. And it's just like, I'm sorry, but I don't really trust what you have to say. Right. Because it's just like Mm -hmm. your show is a little bit too slick and you don't really seem like you're being authentic, which is why I watch the Audiophiliac and I watch Darko because both of them just seem like they're giving you like as much of a no BS experience as you're going to get from an audiophile. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm saying like, I feel like I can't really trust the reviews that I see. Right. But yeah. now because everything is online as far as shopping goes, unless you live in a major city, like I think I've said before, there's nowhere for you to go to try this stuff for yourself. So like yeah, you have no choice, impossible. but okay, I'm going to order these headphones that I at least have a reasonable expectation that I might like. And then you get them and, and you're like, oh, yeah, these are these are absolutely terrible, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think like I said before, I think I've just come to the realization that. Because I think usually like different manufacturers kind of have their own sort of sound signature, you know, that mm-hmm. they've decided this is what we think sounds good to people. Like even Bose, yeah. right? Like people all hate on Bose because Bose has like a, 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 a boosted mid-range, right? Oh, okay. And yeah. audio files are like, oh, Bose is terrible. But I'm saying – and if you think that, that's fine. But like Bose has decided this is what we think people want, you know, or whatever. Or what This is a sound signature we want. And, yeah. and I think all the other manufacturers kind of have the same thing. And I just think that for me, like Sennheiser, like for whatever reason, that's the sound signature that I like. Like at, I'm at a point now where like both of my main microphones are Sennheisers. These earbuds mm-hmm. are Sennheisers. The, the headphones that I bought that I ended up keeping for listening to music are Sennheisers. Yeah. But, you know, somebody else could go get that stuff and be like, yeah, I don't I don't like this because like that sound signature is not Mm -hmm. for them, you know? Right. And that's why I'm saying it's important to be able to go somewhere and try them for yourself and decide, you know, what you like. Yeah, and it's going to be different no matter what, no matter, like, who you are, really. Right. And it's it's just impossible. Uh, You know, it's the same thing. Like, I had a a guy... uh, did was like an audio mixer at a place I worked at in in New York, and he would always like recommend like Shure stuff. Yeah, you mentioned that. so He's a Shure guy. Yeah, and like you know, I got like the SM58, which is good, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I just I got I got a, uh, a shotgun mic that was a Shure, a lens hopper, and I didn't I didn't really like it. So yeah, then I ended up getting a uh, I got this this cheap road and i kind of like how it sounds a little more a little bit more yeah and it was like yeah. you know 250 dollars cheaper yeah and i mean maybe that gets back to like what we you know we, we briefly last time we're talking about the the uh, uh sm7b versus that the microphone you use the re20 yeah um because you know i just i i feel like last time i made sort of an absolute statement of like this one's better than that one but i mean i don't know if that's really true but i'm saying i read 
descriptions of sort of the sound signature of the SM7B versus the RE20. And just based on that, I was like, there's no way that I would not prefer that one. Right. But somebody and else I, I might be like, yeah, no, I don't, to, I don't like want that. Like an A and B between them. Like yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, that's how I feel about the, yeah. the sure. You know, and there was a long time where I was thinking about getting that. But like I said, the proximity of this is like the thing that sold me on it. And, yeah. you know. Do you see I've got Rob behind me today? Do you even notice? I, I didn't notice him. He's, see, I, I try to put a little bit of care. You know, there's certain things I can't do about the background, like the sewer pipe. Like, that's just, that is what it is. <laughs> but you see, like, right here, I got I got this from Ikea. They sell these wooden hands now where yeah. the fingers are articulated. So, like, like, I have one upstairs that I use as, like, a headphone uh, holder. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, actually, I have three of these now, right? Because I have one upstairs as a headphone <laughs> holder. I have one upstairs that's, like, behind where, like, sometimes I stand when I make videos. And that mm -hmm. one's holding uh, an NEC Avenue Pad 3, the PC Engine controller. And then yeah. you see this one's holding the NES Max, which is my lifetime, like, all-time most hated controller. But I thought it would go <laughs> nice with uh, uh, Rob. We already talked about Rob, maybe not on the podcast, but this is not my Rob. It's on Extended Loan from uh, a viewer because I'm going to need that to make the uh, NES launch video. So, have you have you even started on the NES launch video? Just writing it. I mean, yes. I haven't I haven't like recorded anything, but you heard. I mean, I don't know. I don't really want to talk about that. First. But um, yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't really want to talk about that too much. But it's just it's harder because there's just not as much information out there, and there's not as much visual material. So it's just going right. to be a, a harder episode. Although I don't know, I managed to make the master system launch video but uh, yeah anyway well, and, and it's also challenging because there's just like so many videos out there about that time period oh i don't care about that i mean I, right right you know, but i mean you've seen the rest now you're gonna see the best yes not really but uh yeah i don't i mean i don't i really don't care what anybody else is doing but hey uh speaking sort of of uh the nes um yeah i might you know i haven't made a video in like what at least a month right just because we're not going to talk about i don't want to be all negative nancy uh two episodes mm -hmm. in a row although to be fair i didn't want to be negative nancy last time either you just didn't want to stop talking about my house flooding or something so um <laughs> i don't think that it was that's negative though i mean that's like a true Freud experience up. that you were yeah having yeah. but uh like i'm just i'm feeling pretty good today like the sun is going to be out for at least the next 10 days my cat's feeling better um so uh, I was thinking maybe this afternoon I might make a video. And um, so I don't know. I don't think I ever talked to you or mentioned this to you or anything. But uh, I don't know if you, you know those people, uh, Gaming Alexandria. Yeah, yeah. I, oh. That's who I sent a bunch of these, like the analog magazines to. Oh, for cool. For them to scan. So, um, you know, the guy that, that runs that whole thing, he's a guy named Hubs. Yeah. So um, I, I'm assuming that, well, I'm not assuming that is him, that runs their Twitter account. And uh, they were doing this thing, I guess, as like a fundraiser. Because, you know, the main thing that they do is like scanning stuff. Right. It's the main yeah. thing I've seen. Like they scan magazines, they scan cartridges, they scan packaging, you know. Mm -hmm. they, they got I mean, they'll do magazines. But I like I, I this is something I've always been like curious about. And I don't know like how this overlaps. So yeah. they don't work with like retro mags, right? Retro mags no. is, is retro mags like providing separate scans of like things that maybe they've already scanned. Uh, I mean, I I would. I feel like does that, does that make from sense? what I'm 
no, yeah, I get what you're saying, but I feel like from what I've seen, I feel like what Gaming Alexandria has been scanning as far as magazine goes, magazines go, are mm-hmm. uh, lots of Japanese. Like they've been doing like oh uh, yeah, yeah, weekly yeah. Famitsu and and uh, Famicom Sushin and stuff like that. Which right, right. Uh, retro mags, I would say that their um, their database or catalog of non North American magazines is a little bit like I, they they seem to emphasize North American magazines, which which makes sense because they're they're North American. Um, right. So I don't think it's a matter of like because why would you waste time if there's already a high squal- a high quality scan on retro mags? Why would you waste time like rescanning that? So I don't. That right, they're doing yeah, exactly. That. But, but is, you know, like I mean, they that's had just—I was curious about it because they had just purchased all of those. Uh, um, somebody on eBay was selling like a huge lot of like PS2 game inserts, mm-hmm. and so they oh, ended like, up buying those and scanning all of them, like the 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 artwork, the cover. Oh, art. cool! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they've been doing a lot of Famicom games, like where mm-hmm. they'll do they'll scan the front of the cartridge, the back of the cartridge, they'll scan the manual, they'll scan the box, and put that all up right. online. And that's more important to me, I would say, just because, like, you know, I use a lot of box art on my show, and it's very easy to find, like, North American box art. But oftentimes, if you need Japanese box art, that's harder to come by. So, right. Um, so I, I guess through the course of doing that, they've been buying, like, lots of, of Famicom games. And mm-hmm. then what he's been doing, I guess, uh, I don't know if you call that a fundraiser, because it seems like at least partially they're just trying to recoup their investment. Yeah. is on Twitter, he's been doing this thing where he's selling, I guess you could call it like a Famicom cartridge grab bag. So like you you pay them $20. And they just t- send you total. some random stuff. Yeah, you get three random Famicom games oh, for 20 cool. bucks. And I just, yeah, I just like, oh, that's, that's you know, that's fun because you don't know what you're going to yeah. get, you know. And so I'd ordered, uh, th- I just got one, you know, I didn't want to like hog them, you know. So I mm-hmm. I ordered one set and i got those and that was pretty cool and and then i don't know a couple weeks later he posted on twitter oh we got more and it was an even bigger like you know they're like all spread out on the floor but it was like even more and uh i was like oh maybe i should get three more but then i noticed he had like a bunch of sports games and so Mm -hmm. he even put like you know he's like i know i know people don't like sports games so uh if you don't want i like sports games yeah he was like if you don't want sports games just tell me and we won't give you any sports games and I was oh. like, well, I'm the exact opposite of that. So I like sent him a DM and I was like, hey, how about if I I'll send you like 40 bucks mm-hmm. and you send me three random not sports games and then I'll just take three random baseball games. So that's okay. what he did. So anyway, so now I've got a stack of nine Famicom cartridges on my desk that so I already went record through. this video opening them up. Well, I already opened them. But I just figured oh, okay. we could go through and play them because there's a lot of interesting stuff in there. But I'm not going to tell you because I'm not going to spoil yeah. it. But like I already went, I haven't tested any of them yet. But I, I went through and I cleaned all of them, like I, you know, alcohol and deoxid. Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately, it's harder to open up a Famicom cartridge, so I didn't even bother. Um, yeah. But I just use Q-tips and whatnot. But anyway, so I'm maybe if I come home from work today and I feel motivated. I mean, if not today, I'll make it another day. But I think that'll be a fun. Uh, fun video yeah do you ever have that thing where you get set up to make a video and then you don't feel like making it anymore and you're like you get all everything set up and you're just like i'm just not going to do this today i'll I'll do it tomorrow and you know what happens kind of like that to me it's not a motivation thing it's almost like i get like stage fright yeah 
Like I start, yeah. I get set up, and then I start getting like butterflies in my stomach, and it's just like I don't, like I'm nervous, and I don't, I don't want, I don't want to turn on the camera and turn on the microphone. Which is right. funny because like no, I, I never, I get it. I, get it, I that... never get that way about this podcast because to me it's like I'm just talking to you, right? And like other people are going to hear it, but when I do like my CGQ Plus videos, like I'm talking to the camera, and so like yeah. I'm talking to like thousands You're talking of people. To the audience, yeah. yeah. By the way, just see on Twitter, I know I don't, I don't use Twitter that much, but I did tweet this out. Uh, CGQ Plus just passed this month 1 million total views. Really? That's that's impressive. I, I would not have thought that. Like if you would, I, I put this on Twitter, but it's like if you would come to me and ask me, like, okay, don't look. How many total views do you think CGQ Plus has? I would have said way less than that, like way less. Like I bet I would have said like two hundred thousand, and and even then that's yeah. only because there's so many videos on that channel. Yeah, there there's a lot. Yeah, there's there there's a lot, and I th- I think I think a lot of times you just have more fun making stuff for that video or for that channel. Is it just because like a lot of times it's le- it's less work, or do you think that you've made it more work over time? I think it's more I mean, just like it's more casual, and I can just be myself more. Like yeah. I mean, it's the same with the magazine read-throughs. I can just be myself in the magazine read-throughs, but those are also way more. There's way more prep work, and then there's mm-hmm. way more editing afterwards. So even like a magazine read-through at this point takes probably like two weeks to make because yeah. I have to make it in my spare time, right? It's not like if it was my full-time job, it wouldn't take two weeks, but it would probably take a week. Mm-hmm. You know, something similar to that is, you know, I was recently updating the our, our website because – we're getting ready to sell this M2 documentary uh, yeah. Blu-ray that we're finally yeah, finally got packaged. Yeah. And uh, so sorry, I can, I, can I just ask a can I just ask a clarifying question about that real fast? Because I was curious. Sure. So did you have all the discs pressed, but you just didn't have any packaging to put them in? So the the deal is is uh, you know this this documentary was included with the with limited runs Battle Garaga limited edition, and in that limited edition. It was included in a Saturn style case, uh, not like a typical Blu-ray case. Uh, so that's like more expensive for them. But they had like you know extra discs in case like there's damages or like they have to hit like a certain number to make an order. So like once they were once they shipped everything, and then they had like a bunch of extra copies of it. They had like 260, I think, just discs. Because they put them in these other uh, cases, so we had the, we said, okay, so if we're going to sell this, we got to get them individually packaged elsewhere, like design a cover for it, send it someplace to somebody who would be able to take that, print the covers, put the uh, the discs in the Blu-ray cases, then shrink wrap them, and it, that was like right at because I think that we got them in like November of 2019. So it was just like right before I moved and right before like pandemic and everything. So we just didn't do anything with it for a long time. And then finally we got in touch with this place that will, you know, that will take those 250 copies and and do exactly what we needed to for them and then sending them back. Um, actually, we thought we had 300. So we're going to have like extra cases with no discs in them, which is fine in case something gets like damaged or something like that. Uh, so that's what we're going to be selling and, you know, I thought 250, oh, well, you know, maybe we'll sell all those like over the course of like years. Cause I think that's what happened with the, uh, with the Night Trap documentary that we did. 
So it was a very similar situation where Limited Run had extra copies. And those were all, like, discs and packaged already. And uh, we've we've still have copies of it. Like, not very many. I think we have, like, 20 copies left. Uh, but, I mean, that came out in 2016, 2017 maybe. It's, I think it was 2017. So I thought, like, oh, 250, like, that'll be fine. But then I tweeted, like, the cover, and, like, that tweet has, it has, like, 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 900 likes and, like, like, 150 retweets. And now yeah. I'm thinking, like, oh, I don't know if but you ha- these, I might, mean- like, these are going to sell. And I think, because yeah. I think that, like, the audience for them, for something like this, is a lot more hardcore. Like, people, like, want this yeah. a lot more. But you have to expect that that'd be more popular than the Night Trap thing, too. I mean, I would just think that you'd have more reach with an M2 documentary. Yes. And also, the, uh, you know, I think that when when Night Trap came out, we had something like 50,000 subscribers, and now we have 218. Yeah. And uh, so, what we're going to do is we're going to put these up for sale. And if they like sell through like immediately, this place that we got these printed at, I'm just going to send them the the uh, ISO image and then they can just like print them off and it takes them really like a week or something like that to yeah. to turn them around so oh, I mean, that'd be great so if if these sell out really quick then and there's still like people like asking for it like we'll get like another like you know like 300 400 500 however many people are like asking about it could you we'll sell I mean made. could you do it like limited run style and just like sell especially if it's only a week well, turnaround yeah, yeah. couldn't you so, do a pre-order system so that's that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna. I mean, we're, we might order like a certain amount, and then we can like sell them through. If there's like others, like more left over. Yeah. Like, uh, like we can see if like Castlemania like wanted to buy like a bunch of them, and they could sure sell them like on their store. Yeah. Or something like that. Like I bet you, I bet you Stone Age Gamer would do something like that. I mean, we could yeah. probably just ask people, and we're gonna do like that's what we're gonna do. When Analog Frontiers is finished, we're going to do a two-disc Blu-ray set of that. That would be awesome. I think that's I mean, the that, best that's, work that, you guys have done that I've seen. Release that. What's that? I think that's the best work you guys have done that I've seen. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, all I, your I stuff is like great. Don't take that. But I'm saying, like, I watched those and was just like, that's like a whole nother level. Well, the other two are uh, going to be out in the next couple months. And, yeah. uh, like, it's five episodes. And once it's done, you know, we can go and... Uh, do that set and like we might we're going to find like other avenues to see like what else what other options are because I think that you know I say a lot of times that I think that like you say it's the best thing that we've done I think that it's probably going to be the best thing that we'll ever do yeah <laughs> I don't think we're going to be able to to top something like that yeah so uh, I think you know that's something that I mean I could see that, that on like Netflix or something honestly I mean it, I know but you, the, you know apparently to get stuff on Netflix you got to shoot stuff with certain cameras like like certified what? cameras that oh. like they have if they said if if your films are not used made using these specific cameras like we won't show your stuff that's i mean it's it's strange yeah well i mean yeah. they're enormous now like they can they can yeah. make demands like that i get it um oh so you know, sorry is that are we is that wrapped up or was there more <laughs> you know when you say no, no, that no, I, I think about no what? no 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 it's it's he's like oh so so are we all done done with that? Because you ever see that old uh, tech TV no, segment where that guy is like looking at that 
sound recorder thing. Yeah. No, I and never watched it. It's like this TV. old guy. He's like real nervous about being on TV. And he's like, you know, you can see these little grooves on this thing. And this thing, there's only one of them in existence. And he's like on TV, like showing it. And it like, <laughs> he's like so nervous. He like holds it. And then it like cracks and it like shatters all over the place. Oh, no. <laughs> he's like, oh. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> yeah. And the other guy's like, so are we, are we done with that then? <laughs> yeah. It's um, like, yeah, I guess we're done with that. No, I just like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm always trying to be a better listener, you know? Yeah. Oh. And so part of that is like, you know, don't, I, that, cause I hate when people do, if I'm having a conversation with somebody and they change a the subject and it's like, Hey, mm-hmm. I wasn't finished. You know? Oh yeah. I I, I totally so, understand. Yeah. But I assume um, you wanted to say is that this is episode 14. Is it yeah, 14? 14. Yeah. Up here's my question for you. You know, you've really taken over the duties of, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Just no, that. I'm not complaining. That's fine. I think it's good. You're you're blossoming. <laughs> you know, I don't have to be the MC necessarily. Yeah, well, you, you got the MC voice. Yeah, I wish that that I had, but it's you know, it's, yeah. it's you have a better is. basement though. What would you rather have, my voice or your basement? Come on, um, uh, your voice probably. Oh please. Uh, <laughs> Oh, no, no. So what I was going to say, though, because, you know, remember when we, we recorded that little intro last time for the mm-hmm. supercut and you were wondering how long. So that that's turned into a huge pain in my posterior. Uh, oh, can they not? No, no, it's OK. It's OK videos. now. I don't know why. It's just like so I just it should be so simple. I just took 11 already exported videos, put them together in a timeline and then hit export. And final cut was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. And I'm like, why? And it's just like, I don't know. <laughs> Did you not I have the hard drive space for it? No, I got plenty of hard drive space. And so I was like, okay, uh, you don't want to do it? Okay, that's fine. So then I took all the files and I put them. I was doing this on my laptop, right? So mm-hmm. I put it on my editing computer, which has like in, infinite hard drive space and like infinite gigs of RAM, basically. And I, I loaded all the same stuff. I tried to export it. And it's like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. No explanation. <laughs> just like, nah, not today. And so then I had to figure out, oh, and then I tried to put it through, uh, there's this program called Compressor, and we talked about that before. Yeah, yeah. I tried to put it through Compressor, and Compressor chewed on it for like two days and didn't finish it. It's like <laughs> it was like, nope. I was like, hey, Compressor, you done with that? He's like, nah, I'm still kind of working on it. I'm like, all right. <laughs> and so finally I told it to just stop. And yeah. I, I figured out how to, I had to change some settings, but now it exported. But you were wondering how big it was going to be. It's 166 gigabytes. So it's not, uh, yes, that's, that's not, not egregious. That's manageable. No. So I'm gonna, like, I'm no. gonna, I'm gonna start it uploading today before I leave, and I'm sure by the time I get home, it'll be done. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, what's kind of cool is like it gives you. I mean, I, I assume that CGQ Plus is like obviously with that many views and that many subscribers. You, it's like yeah. it's it's monetized, so you'll be able to, you know, you should put you should put ad breaks in between each one of those. Uh, no, I'm not gonna do that. Oh. Sorry. I, I think you should. No. I already thought about this. Like, because, you know, I have a pretty firm belief that if you don't monetize a video, it's going to get, like, downregulated in the yeah. in the algorithm. So, like, mm-hmm. I have to monetize it if I want people mm-hmm. to see it. But I'm just going to put, there'll be ads at the front. There'll be ads 15 hours later at the back. And uh, some overlaid ads, because who cares? But, no, yeah. I don't want to put ad breaks. Oh, okay. Because here's the thing. If you put a break... Between the the episodes, that's like one ad break every like hour and a half. That's not 
You're not making any yeah, money anyways. Like, All you're doing is annoying it for people. a long time. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to. I hear what you're saying, but like, you know, I'm trying to. The point of uploading that video is to try to like, you know, hey, in case you didn't know we're doing this. Right. Here's this thing. And so like you don't need to annoy. Like I would not monetize it at all if it wasn't for the fact that I think that it's going to limit the video's reach, which mm-hmm. is probably already going to be limited because who knows what the algorithm thinks about a 15 hour long uh, <laughs> video. Um, anyways, and then you saw I, I showed you that uh, um, I got that message on Patreon. Mm-hmm. about uh, perhaps getting a jingle for uh, Does It Slap or Should We Eat It? I'm very excited yeah. about that. I'm, I'm excited, too. I'm not, uh, those, I don't want to say the guy's name or anything good. just because I don't want to put any pressure on him. Like, you know, if he does it, cool. If he doesn't, do it. He's a longtime mm-hmm. friend of the show, so, uh, you know, either way. But uh, I, I have my list here in front of me for Does It Slap uh, or Should We Eat It? All right, I'm ready. You, you did it last week. And mm-hmm. I'll say this, you're wearing a very appropriate shirt today. Well, that's interesting because, you know, like I'm definitely a Pong pro- poser, I guess. Like I didn't oh, yeah. really, like I never really liked it. It's just that I, you know, uh, Kroger, the uh, the supermarket this, chain, yeah. you know, like yeah. has this big rack of, of, of T-shirts that are usually $20. But every time if you have like a Kroger Plus card, it's yeah. like, oh, this, these T-shirts are eight bucks. So I always look to see what they have, and sometimes yeah. they have something like kind of like interesting, and like you know if it's like a if it's like the right kind of softness. I saw yeah. this pong, and it's like eight dollars. Like I, you know, I could yeah. like it's kind of like like who is even the audience that they're trying to sell the eight dollar t shirt to? You know, Don't you like think people it's guys that are like, like older than me, honestly. Yeah, I mean we're I a little bit too young. Like we're mid forties, we're a little bit too young for pong. Yeah, right. That's true. But I just think it's kind of funny that you know like they're. Selling this distressed logo Pong T-shirt, and then you know, well, because that way it looks like you probably bought that back in like nineteen <laughs> back when it was or something. You know, um, when it was was new. When I was, <laughs> I uh, bet it would be a lot more comfortable if I did. It would be. Not yeah, it'd not, be a hundred percent cotton for starters. Yeah. Um, when I was in like junior high and high school, like I don't know if you you know on on the flashback videos, I talked about my friend Stuart because mm-hmm. he was the one that you know I got into computers and became friends with him because you know he. Had a computer and his dad worked for Sierra and all that garbage. But right. um, he had, I remember, you know, I used to hang out at his house a lot. And one time he goes into like the hall closet and pulls out, like they had an old Pong machine. Whipped out his Pong. Yeah. And we and we plugged it in and played it. It was fun. But it was like one of those, like, where, you know, it was a pretty big, I mean, compared to what, I don't know. But I'm saying like, like it didn't have controllers, right? Like the two. Mm-hmm. Knobs were just on the unit, right, on so the you machine, just plug yeah. the unit into the wall, plug the unit into your TV, and and you know it's two player only, right? Because it's not like there was AI in there that could play against you, right? So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, are you ready for this installment of Does It Slap or Should We Eat It? I'm ready. Hit me. Oh. And I'll say this: I had a different list in my head that I was going to go with. So you saw this shirt, but then no, but then uh, you—I forgot that you had said that you want the three things to be unrelated. Okay, because these three things were completely related, which I think made yeah, it I, even I, more I think that's okay for us to do that every once in a while. Okay, but I like this one. I like this list better. How about that? <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, thing number one: mm-hmm. everybody wants to rule the world by tears for fears. Oh, jeez. Now, in my yeah. opinion, I think. 
and I don't know, maybe if you ask me tomorrow and I have a different opinion, I think that is the single greatest song from the 80s, as far as that style of music goes. Yeah, and you I know mean, what, I, I, I will listen to it every single time it's I hear yeah, it yeah. on the radio. My, my daughter loves that song. That song is at the end of the classic movie Real Genius. Yes. With Val Kilmer. Yeah. Great, great movie. Yes. Uh, but it's that's... Gonna be, it's going to be... I think as far as like when you think of 80s music, I would say, because like I've said this before, but like in my opinion, Michael Jackson's Thriller is the single greatest pop song ever, ever made. Mm -hmm. But it's not that's not 80s music to me. Right. 80s music is like this new wave kind of, you know. So So that is the big question. It's like, is everyone wants to rule the world the definitive 80s song? It is for me. It just checks Mm -hmm. all the boxes for an 80s song. And it also Mm -hmm. sounds incredible. That whole album is incredible. But yes. that song especially. Anyway, all right, that's thing number one. Thing number two, graphic tees. Graphic tees, like something like this. Yes, graphic t-shirts. Graphic. Yes. Yes, which you seem to wear every day. Does, does it have to have... No, uh, just any graphic... Nothing on the back. Only things on the front. I, I hate I, you're getting way more into the, the weeds than I... Okay. I don't... But graphic tees, okay. Just graphic tees. Like, you, you can never wear a shirt with... It could be embroidered, like a little logo. But it, do, but it couldn't have stuff on it. It couldn't have, like... Right. Like, you can have a pocket, or you can have a little embroidered logo on the breast. That's it. You don't, you don't need it. it. It can't be a shirt. I mean, shirts they advertise, like, hey, I like this thing. Right. Like, these, these shirts are just telling... Well, you don't even that, like hey. Pong, though, you just said. So it's, that's, you know, I don't even yeah. like this thing, but I want I want people to think that I do, is what you're doing today. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. Which I think is the definition of being a hipster. Yeah. I like I something because it's cool to like. 10 years, so maybe I'm you, allowed to say that. You did what? I lived in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, which is like... Oh, yes. The- Hipster capital of the universe, yeah. Yeah. All right. That's thing number two. Mm-hmm. Thing number three, SD cards larger than 64 gigabytes. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> this is like impossible. I know. I loved the third one is my favorite <laughs> because it's like can I you thought about that you life know. Yeah. without that. Yeah, because I mean, how much can you record? Sixty four gigs. You're always so if gonna you're going to use anything larger it. than that, it's got to be like a like a uh, like a USB like a yes, like a, you like can a, like USB drive. Yeah, because I know you've like got that. your little Ninja Atmos whatever. I don't right, know. that's probably not right, but yeah, you can still use that. Mm-hmm. And like the you know the GH five has two SD card slots, so you can you can shotgun sixty four gig cards. Yeah. So I don't want to you know if I said like you can never use an SD card, that's ridiculous. But right. You know this puts you in just enough of a predicament. Well, you can have that, or if you want to have you know that, you can never wear a graphic T shirt again. But who never wants to hear everybody wants to rule the world again? It's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um. So I think I will yeet six like the the SD cards because I feel like if like sixty four is a pretty decent amount and I like I feel as though uh, if you couldn't go over sixty four gigs with that like they would streamline other technologies to make up for it yeah and that's like an hour and a half of recording almost yeah I mean in, in it's reality, a lot yeah but I'm, but I'm just thinking about stuff like in the Mister or like. You know, like, you know, uh, oh, well, I didn't even think about stuff like that. You know, I didn't even think about I was only thinking about cameras. 
But yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, just anything that takes SD cards, like even just like uh, like EverDrives, you know, yeah. with all yeah. the uh, like the uh, Mega Drive Plus or the MSU. Uh, yeah, MD, I mean, like yeah. Just how all that how stuff. big is the uh, the complete like N sixty four ROM set? Uh, I think I have two fifty six, and that's probably too much. Yeah, like that's. I mean, right now it's like impossible to get SD cards that are like under thirty two gigs. It's yeah, almost unheard true, of yeah. to be able to to buy them. Yeah. Okay. So uh, anyway, so we're yeeting so, the SD cards. Yes. Yeah. So it's down to graphic tees. Graphic tees and, and everybody every wants to rule the world. Oh, geez, that's like it's... so. I mean, most of my identity is tied behind my graphic tees. <laughs> I don't it's even know true. what I would like do. You're, but you're you know, just sort of a pod with a graphic yeah. T-shirt on. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, But never hearing. So are we getting like, would it be, would we be living in a world where everyone wants to rule the world does like not exist or it's just like we had it now. It's like the all recordings of it have disappeared forever. I would just say, no, just you, you can never hear it again. Like something happens to your brain. Where it's like if that song starts playing, you go temporarily deaf. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, but like you can play the song in your head. Like I'm playing it in my head right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, same here. Same here. Uh, I'm gonna say. In a way, I kind of want to reverse my answer. I might. Eat graphic tees and everyone wants to rule the world and go with the SD cards and keep the SD cards. Wow. Because I think that that is more useful in my day to day life. Right. And, uh, you know, like not all my shirts are graphic tees. Yeah. You know, I've, I, I'm okay wearing blank t shirts. I mean, is there, is there anything cooler than being like a cool guy wearing black jeans and a black t shirt, blank with nothing on it? Like, is, that's like the, that's like that's pretty. It's a pretty cool look to have if you can pull it off. I'm not a fan of black jeans personally. Well, I don't have a pair of black jeans, but I mean, but if I would replace that, that off. I would replace that with like dark blue jeans and a black t-shirt. Okay. Now you're talking. Yes, but I mean, is there is there a better t-shirt? Yeah. Than just a plain black t-shirt. I don't. I mean, I own like nine of them, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm you know not. So I I mean. You can ha- not have something on it. And I think that, you know, just a plain black T-shirt makes its own kind of statement. I you think if you're going to wear a T-shirt into with nothing on it, black's the way to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, mean, okay I really don't that. wear graphic tees, so I'm not, you know. Right. But I, I you know, it's like, it's something I like, but I, I but I feel as though I can, I can comfortably get rid of those. Yeah. And, you know, I... I've been been wearing these true classic t-shirts that my wife got me that are like super comfortable, but they're just blank t-shirts. Yeah. And uh, they're amazing. Um, what about, what's your stance on uh, shirts with pockets? Like a t-shirt with a little pocket sewn on. Um, is that a selling point for you or is that like, eh, if I was, if I was skinnier, I'd say, yeah, 
like like pockets but i feel as though what do you think that's got to do with anything because you know like i don't know it, it just like doesn't i mean i'm fatter than you and i have a pocket so i don't but it's underneath this so it doesn't matter yeah well, I, like I the mean, t-shirt under like, here I, is like, got a pocket right so. i mean like i i could take it or leave it like i, I, don't, I don't feel the, as though i don't use the pocket but i just feel like it helps break up the shirt a little bit yeah but i i could i could take it or leave it like i right. it's not like i'm gonna use it yeah Right. Unless no, I'm, I don't use it. You know, yeah. doing something in in the moment where I need to use it. Yeah. Uh, so I, th- you know, I think I'm going to go with the SD. I'm going to keep the SD cards and get rid of the other two. Okay. And a total reversal because I just think the SD cards, it's they're too useful. Well, that's kind of what right. I thought when I came up with the list. I'm like, that's the pragmatic one. Right. Like that would probably affect your daily life more if you yes yeeted that one. Yeah, but th- I mean, you'd hope that the technology would evolve from that. And you know, yeah. in a lot of a lot of ways, they probably don't even last that long. They, their shelf life is probably not very high when you think about it. I mean, I don't, know. I don't feel like I've ever had an like, SD card go bad on me. I had one that kind of fell apart. Right. Well, that's that's exactly but, it. I think that it would fall yeah. apart. Yeah. Over time. But yeah. I don't. Uh, I mean, I I I am. I'm sad to get rid of everyone wants to rule the world. Yeah. But as long as we're not losing the rest of the Tears for Fears catalog, then I'm okay with that. Yeah. Because I'm a big fan of uh, Break It Down Again. That's a, that's a good one. And uh, Sowing the Seeds of Love is a very good song. But I, if, but if I if I can still hear those, if I can hear the rest of their music, yeah. then I'm okay with that. Yes. You can hear the rest of the album. You just go temporarily deaf when... Uh... Yeah. I, it'd be disappointing, but I, I'd get over it. Yeah. Speaking of pragmatic, uh, I was thinking about I was thinking about buying one of these, but I was thinking you should get one too if you don't already have one because it'd be more useful for you. I want to get a cough button. You know, a cough button. Is it a button? Oh, is it like it'll mute the audio for a second? Yeah, like you that... plug your XLR cable from the mic into the cough button, and then out of the cough button into your recorder, and if you push the button you temporarily are muted like broadcasters use those. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. if you're in radio or if you're like you a sports like, oh, broadcaster yeah. and you can push it, <laughs> you know, are they, uh, are they expensive? Not particularly. No. Cause I was and just thinking they... like, there's just times where, you know, I know you're envious of my, uh, uh, sexy baritone voice, but, um, I, sometimes it gets irritated. I got to like clear my throat more than some people do. Mm-hmm. And so like, I try to put, just put my hand, you know, go like this, put my hand over the microphone and, and like, you know, you know, but if I could just push a button, that'd be great. And I was thinking so, like, you know, since you do your live streams every, uh, cause then you could, you could start cough buttoning, try, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, I can, so my mixer that I have, my, uh, my Mackie, uh, 10 or the, the pro FX 10 V3. Yeah. It has mute buttons for each of the inputs. So I can just hit this button. Oh, see, I don't think. And it has a. Oh, then you're probably good. If it, and if it's within so I, reach, I then you're that. good. I don't have that. But uh, uh, I didn't but know those people, were a thing until I heard uh, uh, Norm McDonald, you know, Norm McDonald, the late, mm-hmm. the late great Norm McDonald, uh, was on an episode of Howard Stern a long time ago. And him and Artie told this story about Bob Euchre. You know, Bob Euchre? Mm-hmm. 
that um, you know, like he was on Mr. Major League. He was in Major League. He was in Major League. He was on Mr. Belvedere, but he was the voice. Mr. Belvedere. Like the reason he was on Major League is that like he was he was the voice. I think he still is uh, the voice of the Milwaukee Brewers. Like he does their radio, right? You know, he was and he was a catcher. You know, in the in the major leagues, and but you know he has a very uh, sort of well crafted image, public image, I would say. Um, Yeah. But according to Norman Artie, he's he's like not like that. Like in private, he said he's like the filthiest person they'd ever met. <laughs> like he's, they said he's hilariously funny, but he's absolutely filthy. And he was saying they were telling the story about like they got to go sit in the booth with him while he was calling a, a like a spring training uh, Milwaukee Brewers game. And mm-hmm. he was saying that Bob Euchre would use the cough button to like say filthy things during the broadcast. <laughs> that's kind of funny then so he just interject yeah. little things but but, but just it. yeah but just complete filth and <laughs> just hit the button well we could do that but it would be like we can just edit it out if we wanted to but that would actually take some effort well that's not that's not i want to use a cough button for its actual purpose yeah but i just but i'm saying i wouldn't have even known the cough button was a thing i just never it's the kind of thing you don't really think about Right, you know? right. So, because I don't, I don't, with my current setup, I don't have the means <laughs> right. to use a cough button. Yeah. Um, so, hey, I got a question. I, do you I have was, a question you know, before, for I was, me? I was a little bit, I, I do have a question for you. Thank you. I mean, it's, you it's, don't it's, say it's, that it's pretty simple. Yeah. Um, I don't think we've ever talked about this, but uh, have you ever, like, <clears throat> had any surgeries? Yes. Tell me about, like, the first surgery. Because I, I just went to the dentist and I, like, had, yeah, a little bit of work done on my my front tooth. I was really nervous about it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I guess there's levels of surgery, right? I mean, that, I that, that's 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 not like it. Like this is not yeah. like a really a surgery. But that you know, I was just thinking about it. I was like, oh, that'd be a good thing to talk about if you've had any surgeries. And I, I'm interested to hear about like, like some of your some of your surgeries. Well, I only had one like that I would consider like actual, you know, like in an operating room. So like you mm-hmm. know, I've had like dental work done like. Yeah. Where you, you know, I got generally anesthetized or whatever to have my wisdom teeth pulled out, which I don't know yeah. why they did that, but I was like, I was in Is high that school. Like so, anesthetized? Like, uh, like, anesthetized I mean, is the word, yes. It's, that's like, know. that's like the word. I don't think for, you would, for, but you know, you use like general anesthesia means that you right. get knocked out. I don't think that generally anesthetized is a term. I think I made that up, but anesthetized, okay. I believe, is one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so I, I got, you know, I was in high school and I just, I didn't have any say. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to knock you out and pull your teeth out. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, I don't know. But then mm-hmm. I think actually the same thing happened to my wife. Now that I think about it. Because we were together already when she got her wisdom teeth pulled out and like she was knocked out. But like, I don't really, I guess technically that's surgery, but that's not like surgery is like you're getting like cut open or something. Yes. You know. So have you been cut open? Kind of. But this is, this is maybe better, actually. This is a. Okay. So I, I kind of mentioned this on my show at one point. I was talking about um, the album Faith by George Michael. Mm-hmm. And I, I I love that album, but I I mentioned that it kind of got, I think I said something nebulous, like it got me through a hard time or whatever. But is but that that's the, is what. That the, is the music video for Faith the one that's just like, a, like the close up on his butt the whole time? Uh, there's a lot of his butt. I don't think I would say it's the whole time, but I, I mean, <laughs> like a I guess lot, that's what a, a I, significant portion of the music. I guess video. that's what you took away from the video. But yeah. I think I mean, there's something I other, remember about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah so but that, that, that whole album is is excellent. 
go. But mm-hmm. anyway, so um, I was born with like a, I don't know if you call it a birth defect. I don't know why. I don't know what else you would call it. Where uh, you know your eyeballs, right? You have on the the outside of your eyeballs and the inside of your eyeballs, you have muscles, right. and that's what moves your eyeball around, right? Mm-hmm. So when I was born, I only had like the muscles on the outside of my left eye uh, uh, didn't work. Like so they you were had like, like a lazy eye type thing. Like yeah, would... but it's not lazy eye. Is like this is different. It's okay. I guess it's in the same category. So it's a little bit different. So like I could move my eye between the center and and towards the inside but i couldn't because like you know the muscles in here do most of the work for that but like i couldn't move my eye past the center right so So it was impossible to give someone the side eye on on your left that's correct i had to always go like you know (laughs) and uh, i mean even now it doesn't work correctly like 100 Mm percent. like i think like when i talk to people like my my face my head's turned to one side a little bit because that's right. when I can get my eyeballs to line up correctly. Like if I look at someone like dead on, I have double vision. Oh wow! And so it's, it's like, it's but like, I don't even like cross eyed type thing. Like you, nah, no, that's cross-eyed? different. That's different too. Although that's what the kids call me. Okay. So thanks for bringing that up. Cross eyed yeah, Chris, they called you, or just like they'd yeah. say I was cross eyed. I don't think I ever okay. cross eyed Chris would have been good. I don't think anybody <laughs> was ever uh, creative enough to come up with that. But um, but anyway. Uh, so I, I had different little like they tried treat, treatments when I was a kid. Like I remember I, I had they put an eye patch over my good eye, um, like thinking that they were gonna you know well if you can't see out of this eye then maybe that will like get the other eye working. I don't really none of that worked anyway. So when I was in like fifth grade, um, there was this doctor at Stanford University who developed this surgical technique for correcting that. It's a very rare thing. It's a syndrome, mm-hmm. you know, they say it's a syndrome, but it's very, very rare, right? So, like, um, for somebody to develop a technique was like, oh, whoa. Like, I remember, this is a side story, I guess, but uh, I never joined the Army, but I almost did. Like, I took a, I, I went to, like, a, a, what do they call the enlistment station? I got a, a full, like, Army physical and everything. Because when I was really? a senior in high school, I thought about joining the Army. And... Um, you know, like army recruiters, like, listen, you're just doing your job. I'm not making any like, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, judgments on their character. But I mean, army recruiters have one job and that's to sign up as many people as possible. Yeah. So if you go to an army recruiter and there are things about you that technically aren't going to pass in a physical, one of their jobs is like coaching you on like how to BS your way through the system. <laughs> right. So he's telling <laughs> yeah. me, OK, do this, do that, blah, blah, blah. And so, like, I remember I took this army physical and there was this doctor lady and, uh, you know, she got, you know, like a pencil out and was like having me follow it with my eyes and whatnot. And she's like, hmm. And like she makes some notes. And then like towards the end of it, I remember getting a piece of paper. And I mean, he even warned me. He's like, you know, you might get busted for something mm-hmm. like or you might get flagged for something in your physical. But like there's ways to like appeal it or whatever. So, like, don't worry about it. But like this lady, like I got this piece of paper and it literally named exactly what I had by name. Oh, wow. And I was like, how the F? Like, that's so rich. It's like, how did you even know that? You know? <laughs> and I remember I kind of freaked out, you know, and I told the guy, I'm like, she knew what it was. And he's like, dude, you need to calm down. But anyway, <laughs> I ended up never joining the army anyways. But um, I don't even know why I told that story, except it just reminded me of it. But 
So, oh, just because it's so rare. And it was like, how does she even know that? But so anyway, right. um, like I said, I was in fifth grade and there was this doctor guy that could do this stuff or whatever. And so um, my 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 hated stepmother, the only nice thing she ever did for me is she drove me to San Francisco because that's where like there was a hospital in San Francisco where he would actually do the procedure. And uh, she she drove me there and we had to get a hotel or whatever for the night. But, you know, the day we got there is the day I had the surgery. And I was like I said, so I would have been like 11, not even mm-hmm. 11. I was I was like it was probably like a month before my 11th birthday. And I had to go to the hospital and like wait in the waiting room for a while and then like, you know, get taken into some prep room and put the gown on and everything. And it was just so the whole thing was just so scary for me. Like I was afraid I was going to die or whatever, you know, and I remember getting like put on the gurney and like wheeled into the the uh, operating room. Mm-hmm. And um, but I don't know why I think didn't I mention this when we did the what's grosser than gross episode? Yes. When they stuck the needle in my eye, not in my eye, but between my eye and yes, like my like, skull. Like in the, uh, yeah, but you were, were you asleep? Like where my tear thing? duct was. Yes. Were you asleep they, that, or awake? No, I was awake. That's, that's like the most horrible. Like I think thing. they must have done some kind of like local numbing kind of thing. Could but, you even like see it coming down at you? Kind of, yeah. I mean, I mean yeah, that's like, that sounds no, like, how are you going like, to do that? That sounds like a somebody... nightmare right there. Like that sounds like yes. something that you would never yes. forget. Yes. Uh, but anyway, so, and then they, you know, knocked me out or whatever. I don't remember anything, but I mean, I think, didn't I mention that? Like they actually had to pop my eyeball out of the socket. Yes. Cause how else are you going to get to that? Like you pop it out and then you, you can get to the muscles and do whatever they did. And then they just like pop it back in, you know? And, um, but you know, I, I remember waking up in like a recovery room. (laughs) Wouldn't it be funny if it like made like a, like a, uh, like a cartoon sound effect when they popped it back in? It would be funny, yeah. Um, it would be like living in a world where things actually sounded like cartoon sound effects. Can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> Can, that would that'd be cool. Would be we like, just accept it if, like, like Roger Rabbit or something? It would be like yeah, that. Like, I think. Boop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just you know, it was all it was just a scary <laughs> you know scary thing you know. Yeah. Um, but it was like we had that because I think that album had just come out. And so we had the cassette tape and it was in the car stereo, like the whole, like that whole day. And then like we got a hotel room or whatever, because like, you know, they discharged me that night, you know, and like, mm-hmm. I, and I, it was like, you know, what you see on TV, like I had to go out in a wheelchair because it's like, yeah. it, it's like hospital protocol. Like you, everybody in that kind of state gets wheeled out to a car, like in a wheel, you're not allowed to walk out, you know? And then, you know, I spent the night in a, in a hotel bed and then. I don't remember if we had like a follow up the next day or not. Probably that would make sense. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then we drove home. But that—that's the only time I've ever had surgery at that sort of what I would consider surgery. But it, I just remember it, it was just very terrifying, you know, yeah. for me as a kid. Yeah, I mean, that sounds pretty terrifying. I mean, it sounds like terrifying no matter what age you are. Yeah, and just because I can't pass the opportunity to throw some shade, you know, my stepmother was a horrible, horrible person. And so anytime I would point that out to her subsequent to that, she would always go, well, you remember that time that I took you to, <laughs> it's like always her, that was her, her one thing. Back. Yep. That was her one thing that she could say, oh, but, but I wasn't this always mean you. you remember this one thing that I ever did in your entire life that was good. Exactly. Exactly. It was, you know, maybe that was like the one day where she said, I need to, maybe I need to turn things around here. Yeah. No. She got even worse after that. Oh, really? Well, so, you know, I have a sister, 
Mm-hmm. But you know, and I hate people always do this. Like, oh, well, you she mean your sister on this on this show? You're, she's your half sister because like we have the same father, but like my stepmother is my sister's mother, right? So whenever I say that, oh, okay, people are like, oh, so she's your half. I don't I don't consider her my half sister. She's just my sister. You know, okay. like who cares? Are you guys you guys pretty but, close or no? Not at all. Oh, so you, just because like be on here, be on this podcast. I actually, I bet she probably would, but it's just like I don't know. Like we're not, we don't even really know each other that well, just because like. I don't know. I don't. We don't have. Does, like, does she not, live close by you? No, no. She used to. She used to live here in Sacramento, but then she mm-hmm. moved to Seattle, and then now she's in like Thailand or something. Like she's. Oh wow. She's like she's kind of like a bohemian chick, you know. Like mm-hmm. she's a little hippie kind of thing, and she's just like, oh, I'm gonna go travel the world for a while, which I admire. Like I think that's awesome. Yeah. Um. We don't have any kind of issue with each other. It's just like we didn't really grow up together because like. Yeah. You know, I got out of that house as soon as I could. Yeah. And then when my dad passed away, I never wanted to go visit because I was just trying to stay away from my stepmother. Yeah. But and there's just like at that point, there's just no reason to. Well, like, the thing is, if I if I knew if I knew then what I know now, I would have done things like I had no idea. But like, you know, I always thought my stepmom was a horrible person to me. Mm-hmm. But like after my father died, she turned into like an absolutely horrible mother to my sister. Oh, and, and I had and I had no idea. Like my sister told me about it like way later, like when she was an adult. And that and sucks. It because made it's me like, feel that's... awful because it's like I wish I could have been there for her. And, but... it's, and it's like her mother. Yeah. So but that I mean, makes it even. But I was also, I mean, I like I was in high school, like I was just a teenager, you know, so it's not like now or, you know, you're teenagers are very self. You don't really think of the world beyond yourself. Right. So it never even really occurred to me to think like, oh, how's my sister doing? You know, mm-hmm. like maybe I would call her on the phone and talk to her every once in a while. But, you know. Well, anyway, that yeah, took a dark yeah. that took a dark <laughs> turn. It did. It did. Um, yeah. I mean, like since I mentioned my teeth, do you ever have you had like do you have like a lot of uh, fillings or anything like that? No. You, so you take pretty good care of your teeth. Uh, I would. Here's what I, I would say that I'm very lucky that I don't really have to. Like yeah. I have like you, like you my never dentist had braces or anything like that. No, I had braces. Oh really? Like okay. My, but I'm saying like my my dentist once told me I had the hardest teeth he'd ever seen. Oh, that's I, I'm so envious. like I've only ever had I think either one. I've had two fillings, but one of them was so shallow I didn't even have to get numbed. Oh wow! Like they just okay. like into the enamel a little bit and then like mm-hmm. spackled it up and polished it and like you can go. He looked at yeah. it and was like, ah, I don't even have to numb you for this one. <laughs> and I, I think I was in my, I was well into my 30s by the time I had my first cavity. Dang. So I mean, I had, uh, I had a lot. I mean, not a lot, but a, yeah. I mean, a handful, like when I was like uh, growing up. And I, you know, I'm, I'm, I've never had to have braces. My brother had to have braces, but not me. And I'm just like, I'm very paranoid about my, about my teeth. And, you know, like I, I take decent enough care of them. Uh, but what had happened is like one of my, like my, uh, front left tooth. I mean, if you're my left, yes. uh, I mean, it hadn't, nothing really happened with it, but like part of it had kind of like, uh, been ground down a little bit. So it was like, kind of like at an angle a little bit yeah. here. And yeah. it just like really, really bothered me. Uh, I, I had a real problem with, or kind of still do like grinding my teeth, like in my sleep and, and because of that, like a lot of my teeth are kind of like flat 
around like around it, and I had to get a yeah. couple of years ago I had to get a, a mouth guard. Oh, but yeah. there's just like something about my front tooth, and I think it, it only happened in like the last like four four or five years, uh, and I don't know how it happened, but probably because uh, whenever like there was there was a period of time where my son was like getting in bed with my wife and I like in the middle of the night, and he has he like is such a crazy sleeper like he like kicks all the covers off of everybody like down to the end of the bed he's got the like, jimmy the jimmy legs like kramer said oh was, i mean that's uh, yeah he's just like pushes off and like there there is a a period of time in my life where if i would wake up when i would get woken up in the middle of the night like i would get like so angry at him doing that because I'm just like like uncontrollable, and I would like grip my teeth like kind of sideways, like ah, like move, you know. Oh. So you're saying and, this is his fault? In in a roundabout. That's what I'm. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. I mean, his his birthday is next week. He's going to be eight, but I want him to come back to this in thirty years and be like. That's like it, an interesting question. Do you think like when your kids get older, they're going to be interested in like watching your old YouTube videos or like listening? <laughs> like maybe after you're maybe after we're dead. Well, or you're dead and don't care about well, me. I mean, I, I maybe it'll that. be like just a, you know, like I always like, kind of wonder that like my wife doesn't watch my show. But I wonder if like when I'm dead, I wonder if, if she, she will watch my show just to, and, or maybe then, it would you know, be too painful, you know, like in a weird way. I've I've actually thought about that quite a bit thinking about how uh you know, like maybe if if I was to die like soon and my kids like grew up and like when they're my age, would they somehow be able to see this stuff and then like learn more about me and like kind of yeah. understand more stuff? But, you know, like our regular episodes like really don't have a lot of like me, like yeah. my life. It's, I mean, it's, it's funny. It's called My Life in Gaming, but it's like not yeah about that. But, but there's like your life. What I was going to like talk about way earlier uh, and then we we got sidetracked, but it was uh, when I talked about working on the website. So I went back oh, through man, and I added all of our like like we did like a, a bunch of like bonus videos like throughout like 2018, 2019, sometimes in 2020, uh, where it's just like video logs where we were releasing one every single week, and really we were just sitting on the camera and it's like, hey, let's look at this thing for a little bit, and it's just like very casual. Yeah. And like that stuff is just like me talking about. It's very much like, I guess, CGQ+, plus, but, like, not nearly as good. It's just me, like, rambling where I said, I'm going to make something, and I don't want to spend more than two hours total on it. And I'll release one every single week. Yeah. Uh, and that's, like, a lot more, like, me in there. And I think that I wonder if my kids will ever watch that and be like, oh, you know, I can see this moment in time. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I can only speak for myself and just say that, like, like I have home videos of my dad, mm-hmm. and like I won't watch them. Like I still have them, you know, like VC VHS tapes, but I can't. Right. Like I can't watch them. Like I never have. Like ever since he died when I was fourteen, and you just can't. And I've had them. I, like, I refuse to put one on. Is it just? Do you think it'd just be too painful to watch, or is it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It makes me think about like how you know the 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 channel my retro life like i wonder how it is for him like watching all these videos of his dad him and his dad like for years like it's got to be i mean different people are different yeah know? exactly like i think i'm a bad combination of like like most of my family has passed away mm-hmm. and i don't have the kind of 
personality or whatever to properly like deal with that, you know? So you just, you know, keep it in eventually one day, like maybe one day you'll be like, I'm going to do this. And, uh, it might be like one of the hardest things you ever do, I guess. But, or do you just keep this stuff and I mean, if you can, you should try to preserve it if you like, if possible in some way, like maybe just yeah. like take it someplace and have them do something with them. Maybe. I mean, I don't, I feel like I don't have kids and like, even if I did have kids, they would never have met them. So it's just like, it's the same way I feel about all my stuff. It's do you, just like do you I think have, that your sister would like this? Like, like she has, see them? I think she, I mean, I don't, I can't say for sure cause I don't know where it is, but like, you know, my, when her and my stepmom had way more, like I don't, I only have like a handful of pictures of my dad. Mm-hmm. And then I have, I only, the only home movies I have are the ones that I shot. I see. But so you're like, like and you're he, talking to him a bunch during it, probably. Yeah, because he like you know he bought a camcorder and like he he took tons of home video. Like there's home videos of like my birthday parties and stuff like that. And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't even know if those still exist. Like I wouldn't be surprised if my stepmom just threw them out just from uh, not caring. But I yeah. don't know. I don't know. You know, I have this videotape that we recorded at my at my dad's house, like. The summer, I, it's like summer between between third and fourth grade for me and my brother and I. My, you know, my dad had his, this camcorder. They had to be hooked up to a VCR, and we would go to my dad's house every Saturday. That's what we had. It was like he had to wear the VCR like on a strap around his oh, shoulder, wow. and the camera was. So maybe it's similar. Yeah, I saying. mean, this was like a VCR that like the top pops open, but it, he just like ran like an AV cord like out of the camera like into it. So we just do it in his living room, but. Yeah. You know, he had a big picture window and he had like kind of a yard outside. So we would point it uh, like out like the window and like go outside and goof off. I mean, I have it like on my personal YouTube channel, like it's but it's like set to like unlisted and private and stuff. Just so I your mean, family can see it or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's kind of like reached this <laughs> this legendary status between my brother and I uh, just because I mean, the thing is, is almost six hours long. You know, it's like we would do it every single Saturday. And there's one part where we, like, get in a fight on it. My brother's, like, really, really mean to me at one point, And, like, he, like, attacks me, and then I take him down. And my dad has to, like, pull me <laughs> has to, like, pull him off or pull me off him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we actually, like, a long time ago, when we first started the channel, we did this, uh, like, those how to beat videos where it's, like, the VHS stuff. Yeah, you sent me one of those. Yeah, and there's yeah. a segment in the the one that we did on the AVGN game. The and what game? there's like what's that? What game? Uh the Angry Video Game Nerd Adventures. Oh, oh, okay. Right. And there's like a a level that's like, you know, is like full of like uh it's like I don't know, it's like inside like a like a Custer's Revenge, like a porn game. Right. So I was like, well, I if we want to like make this so it's for kids, you know, like, how do I skip this level if I want to show the entire thing? So what I did is uh, I interjected, when it gets to that point in the game, I interjected that this clip of my brother and I, like, fighting. Like, like, like we put the tape in and started recording on it. And then, you know, when it goes back to the thing, it's like it's, that level's over. Yeah. I mean, I think it's kind of clever. It was like a clever workaround for it. Do you think uh, that's so, on the tape you sent me? 
Do you remember oh, it which one is. you it's, sent it's, me? It's like in the it's it's in the episode. Okay. Uh, I mean, I can I can link you to it, but I mean, there it's just my brother. He's uh, he's just like in a really bad mood that day. Yeah. And does your brother know you did that? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, we talk about this all the time. I mean, all my friends like growing up, you know, when we were teenagers, like we all watched it and thought it was funny because uh, my brother's like, you know, he's like stupid. And I, and I go, I'm not stupid. You're stupid. I can do what I want. And yeah. that like set, what that's what set him off. He like came yeah. over and like attacked. You're not me. the boss of me. Yeah, basically. Said. Yeah, I'm yeah. not stupid. You're stupid. I mean, yeah. like it, that's a pretty good comeback. <laughs> oh, it's a yeah, I'm rubber and you're glue kind of stuff. <laughs> so I said, I'm I'm not stupid. You're stupid, and I can do what I want. And then he like can't, comes at me and attacks me, and I like take him down, and I'm like. Urgh. And my, my dad has to like, he's like, my dad was like, was like painting a bookcase, like in the background. <laughs> and he like had to set down this stuff. He pull, he like <laughs> pulls me off of him and he's like, you like that? And then he reaches over and hits stop on the, on the wow. recorder. <laughs> wow. And then it comes back and I'm just like by myself. Yeah. <laughs> Screwing amazing. around. And then there's something about it. Like, I think I, I remember when that happened because after that he, uh, he like disappeared into the woods for a while. Your brother? Yes. Okay. And then came back and he was like over it. He was like totally nice and cool for the rest of the day. So I don't know if it was just That's a, a very mood. healthy way of dealing with that. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I'm going to go I got to go for a walk, take a breather, get out of my system. Yeah. That's good. Well, my my dad had this house that he spent a number of years building. Uh he built this house and then he like stopped working on it for like years and years and years. So it had like this, it had like a spiral staircase in it and it had like this balcony, the, the balcony had like no railing on it, just like never did. Uh, and you know, it's, we just, it was just like a cool place to record at. And uh, I remember that house because like there was like a, like a bunch of land in back and there was, like you know, woods and you when you go back there, it had like this very steep hill into like a drop off, and then there's like like a creek and stuff back there, uh, and it was like really fun to go sledding in there if you didn't like <laughs> hit like run in any trees. But what is kind of interesting about that whole area is that where the creek is, there was like these like stone ruins of like there used to be a house there, like a stone house. Like maybe in and, like colonial times or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is kind of, it was fascinating that it was there because you don't even, it, it wasn't that long ago, really. Yeah. And it looked like the house either just like crumbled or like it blew up or something. But there was like, yeah. it was over the, over a, like a creek and uh, there's like a, like a stone bridge and stuff. Wow. And uh, yeah, so he would go disappear back there. Like, I, I think about that house a lot because he, my dad never finished it until, like, he sold it. He's like, all right, I, I want to sell it, and I got to finish it. Yeah. And I think about it a lot, and I wish that I could go back there and, like, walk around, see if that stuff is still there. I mean, I'm sure you have, like, a lot of places like that where you wish you could go back to certain places that you have vivid memories of, of like, a long time ago. and. I mean, I guess I'm kind of, I won't say lucky, but, like, unlike you. Like, I've always lived in, like, the same, mm. I don't know, 100-mile radius. 
my I whole see. life. So, so you, you could go back so, to any of these places if you really wanted to. Yeah, and I have before, you know, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's one of those things where, like, it seems like a good idea until you do it, you know, and I don't know. It just makes me sad. I go, I go to places and it just makes me sad. Like, I go to a house yeah. I used to live in or I go to an elementary school I used to go to and it's not... It ends up not really being a positive experience for me. It just, it's so, just like, sad. I just, so, I mean, based on, I mean, that is, I guess that's kind of true. You know, you go back to these old places and it's just sadness. I mean, I can understand why you don't want to watch those home yeah. videos. And well, it's for the, it's just for the same reason. It just, you know, like I already have just, to kind of carry that grief around with me all the time. And it's just like, yeah, if I have to go to a place like that where I have to remember, you know, Oh, this was the driveway where my dad and I would play quarters against the the bricks or whatever. Yeah, it's just you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I see that kind of stuff because when my mom uh, sold her house, I, it must have been like six years ago, six or seven years ago, and uh, the people who bought it—I don't know like why I did this, but like I messaged them on Facebook and became friends with them, and I can see like all the stuff that they've done with this house I grew up in. Yeah. And it's, like, fascinating at the same time as, like, it's really sad. It's like, oh, you know, like, I remember sitting there when I unwrapped my Sega CD on Christmas yeah. morning. And just, like, certain things, like, oh, they knocked down this wall. And this, and there's, like, there's, we used to have these uh, these parties for all the neighbors on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And uh, you know, there's, like, a fireplace, like, in the in the entryway. And I just remember the only time we ever had a fire was when we would have that Christmas Eve party. And I see that fireplace. Yeah. I just think about the the Christmas Eve party. See, like, so when I was born, my parents lived in this house. And then, you know, they, they split up, but my mom stayed in that house until I was... It was like the summer between 7th and 8th grade, mm-hmm. right? So, like, my dad would move around a lot. You know, like I'll stay in this place for a year or two, and then we're going to move into this other house, or he would move into it. He'd move to a different town to take some other job, you know, because the industry he worked in is like I'm going to work here, but yeah. then if I jump over to here, I'm going to make more money, and then jump over there and make more that kind of stuff, you know. Um, but my mom lived in the same house, like I said, until I was like 13, and so like that. That's when I think about my childhood. That's like the main house I think about. And, yeah. you know, part of me would love to be able to just go into that house again. And just but walk it's not, around it and just... But it's not going to look like it did when I lived there. Like, there's no. no way. Like, even... I mean, obviously, the furniture, naturally. But I'm saying, like, who knows what kind of things they've done to the house to change it. Yeah. And I don't... And, you know, there's I don't want to see think that, about that. I don't think. think that way about the house you live in. Oh, I'm sure. Absolutely. And same, same with here, I'm sure, you know? Yeah. So I just think like some of those things, it's like have your mem like I, I've said this before, but I think your memories are your most precious, th- prese- you know, it's not a possession, I guess, but you know. But it's like the, you know. That's why I the, feel like dementia and Alzheimer's is like the absolute worst thing. Right. Because that's taking the one thing that no nobody could ever take from you, but that can, you know. Yeah. And so I'm saying I mean, I'd rather have those, right, and I don't. Right. Because that can be painful enough. That's why I'm saying I don't want to watch home videos. I already have stuff in my head, and I don't. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What a dark episode of. I know. Here's I my like, question it's, for it's, you. This turned out to a little be. bit, a little bit more somber, you know. And it's like I won't. I'm not going to talk about it now, but it's like something I. I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about in the future. Is that you know you mentioned Alzheimer's? Like my dad is like, 
pretty far into into it at this yeah. point into having Alzheimer's, and it's like a very real possibility. Like that's like it's you know his mom had it, and my dad had it, and like chances are that that I probably will have it. Well, let's hope not. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, you know? hopefully yeah. it'll be, uh, you know, there'll be a cure for it or preventative. Yeah, aspects for it. I mean, I don't, I don't know what the difference is between like Alzheimer and Alzheimer's and dementia, or if that's just synonyms. But like my stepdad, mm-hmm. my stepdad's like ninety three or ninety four or something like that, mm-hmm. and he's had a bunch of like small strokes, oh, wow. and like okay. he doesn't really. Like he knows who my mom is, mm-hmm. but not all the time. And like yeah. you know, I guess based on how memories work, like he remembers everything about his life when he was young. But like be- he was like, he met her? <laughs> yeah, because he was like fifty when he okay. met my my mom. Yeah. And sometimes sometimes he doesn't remember any of that. Like he yeah, he's like so crazy. It's so crazy. He to knows think about. that he knows that he knows my mom. And he knows that she takes care of him, but sometimes he doesn't know who she. He doesn't remember who she is, and he she has to tell him, you know, like I'm Janice, I'm yeah. your wife. You know, like that's I can't I can't even imagine that. And just like you are this age, you remember stuff about being young, and then it's just like a huge gap of basically nothing. Yeah, that you don't remember, and that's that's really really sad and it's and it's sad for for both you know absolutely yes you know like it would be sad just like you know for someone you love to like not know who you were wait yeah. i mean like we have have a history you know we right. have year like for like nearly 50 years of history yeah you know it's just yeah. so well, yeah, this kind like, of <laughs> i noticed when we started talking about this about how like we got real. We both got like really quiet when we. Were oh, talking. don't worry. I use a compressor on our voices. So oh no, I'm just, it'll be okay. <laughs> I'm just talking about how you know, like it's we got into is is a bit of a is a bit a bit more serious. I guess. Well, I mean, I'm just kind of. I don't know how it's going to be for people listening to it, but it's like I don't ever talk to anybody about that kind of stuff, so it's kind of nice. Yeah, yeah, it feels. I mean, have you ever been to like a like a not, uh, not therapist since... or anything? When I was in, um, you know, I talked about how I had like anxiety uh, Mm -hmm. problems and panic attacks when I was in college. I went to a therapist then, but I Mm -hmm. haven't been to one since then. Did it help out a lot then? It it helped me manage my anxiety, yes. Mm -hmm. It helped with that. But I don't know. I just feel like this is probably a stupid thing to say. I don't don't really know. But because, you know, my wife has encouraged me like, you know, you should go talk Mm -hmm. to. And she'll say like that she should too. She's not trying to say like. Hey, you're screwed up. You should go talk to somebody. But, but you know, sometimes when I get in one of my moods or whatever, it's not a mood, but you know, I'll get a little depressed or something, and she'll be like, you know, you should really go, you know, talk to somebody. Yeah, yeah. And I just always feel like, I don't know. You tell me what you think, but it's just like I know what's wrong with me, and I don't know what I'm supposed to like. What do you like? Well, I that's I mean that's what they that's what they are there to do you know it's just like sometimes it's just about saying it out loud to somebody who like doesn't have any like point of reference for that like they're just there to like listen to you and give feedback and yeah suggestions based on what you're giving them and you know last year i went for a few months uh to somebody and it like it, it 
I, I feel I need to find somebody else because I didn't really like the the person was just like way too like laid back. Didn't really oh. we didn't really like like gel that well. And then yeah. I, I missed the day because we had a like there was a big snowstorm and I couldn't make it. And I left yeah. a message saying, "Hey, you know, can I reschedule?" And just like never, you never like contacted me to reschedule or anything. And I was like, "Well, I guess he wow. doesn't." Yeah, but my my nice. wife like sees somebody or not like does it virtually. But yeah. it says it's been, you know, like she works through like a lot of stuff, like with like family and everything. Like it's, it has been a huge, huge thing, huge help for her. And she's always encouraging me to do it. Just, it doesn't even matter if you like feel like you totally need it. Sometimes it's just good to, yeah, just like say know. that stuff out loud to somebody who, uh, like it's just, it's not going to affect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I get it. I just, I don't know. It just doesn't sound, it doesn't sound appealing to me. It just doesn't sound necessary. I just feel like things are what they are. And like, I think I do my best to compartmentalize it or whatever, or just live with it, mm. you know? But it's just like, yeah. I don't, but I mean, it's not like I have issues like, oh, with people that are still alive that I'm trying to like have a better relationship with or anything yeah. like that. Or it's like, you know, I, I think I manage my anxiety problem now, and so it's just like I don't. Like I, I mean, don't. What am I supposed to? What am I supposed to like, say? I think if I go to a therapist and say like I miss my family, like, well, what are you gonna I do? Mean, what are you gonna they do? They would for probably me? say like, like, you know, can you, like, probably give you ideas of like how to work through that, and you know, like things that you can do to. But do you here? Okay, a, this is now. This is gonna get silly, but okay. Star Trek Five, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? You had the yeah. Cybok guy. Who's like, I'm going to take your pain from you. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. And remember what Captain Kirk says to him. Because right? of his son, right? His son dying. Yeah. And I feel like it was the, this, to me almost, it's like one of the best scenes ever, I think, in, in any Star Trek anything mm-hmm. is Captain Kirk telling Cybok why he doesn't want his services, you know? Right. Because he tells him, I need my pain. Yeah. I mean, and like, I think that's, that's true for. That's how I feel. Yeah. But like, I, I don't, I don't want to. I think that by going not, to somebody, like that's not taking that pain away. It's taking you. I mean, it's just teaching you to like process it in a way that is maybe I don't know. Maybe in ways that you didn't think that was possible. Maybe. I'm still probably not going to do it. I know. I'm, okay. <laughs> but you know, you never know. Maybe one day you'll be like, okay, I'll give it. Might as well. Maybe just give it a shot. I mean, it's this. Doesn't matter either way. Uh, I mean, like I said, I, I went for a little bit last year, and I would like to go back. I just haven't, you know, it's, it's covered under my my health insurance, and I should yeah. I should do it. Yeah, it's free. I mean, it's, it's the same thing. It's like you know, I wonder if you know, like other things are covered under health insurance that people don't think about, like like that is, but also like f- physical therapy, like like massages and stuff are oftentimes like. I don't want any. The only I'm not. <laughs> I know my, my wife listens to the show, so it's probably going to sound like I'm just saying this to be, hey, look at me. But it's true. The only person I ever want touching me in any way is my wife. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to I don't like even like hugging other people. Like, you know, you, you meet people who are like huggers, you yeah. know, like, mm-hmm. oh, give me a. And I'm talking about friends of mine who are like, oh, give me a like, we're leaving. Uh, give me a hug. And I'm like, oh, like I do it. Yeah. But it's like, uh, you know, it's like dancing with a girl. Before you hit puberty, mm-hmm. you know, and you're just like, you know, 
you could drive a Volkswagen Beetle between the two of you. <laughs> That's what I'm like. I'm just like, oh, I don't yeah. want to do that at all. You know? Yeah, I get that. But I mean, yeah. I, I enjoy it. I mean, I yeah, mean, I've, just, I've never had a. I'm massage. a big like. Uh, I don't know. My 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 wife always tells me that I'm like a cat. Like I like to have like my my back scratched or or, or tickled oh, or rubbed or whatever like yes. constantly, and so much so that after 13 years of marriage, she's like I'm like I, it's like annoying every time like I ask. Yeah, I get that. And it's like okay, so I can. My wife used to scratch my back a lot because I'm the same way, but like <laughs> she doesn't really want to do it anymore. And I get that we've been together way too long, but that okay then maybe. I would rather pay someone to scratch my back. Yeah, well, they, I, mean, I don't want a massage. Yeah. But it's like, can I just show up and you have like long fingernails and like, I'm, you know, I'll have my back to you. This is not some kind of weird thing. And you're just going to just put your hands under my shirt and just start scratching. And yep. when it starts hurting, I mean, I'll give you your money and walk out. Yeah. I that's mean, a I'm business. Sure, I, I'm, I'm sure that's that a business exists. idea for somebody. A back yeah, scratching I, 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 parlor. I'm, I'm sure that that is like offered. Maybe. But I'm sure that that's only part of the package if you choose to <laughs> yeah. for something else. So you know what I was thinking while you, you were telling your story about uh, you know beating up your brother. Mm-hmm. Um, it made me think about like unsung heroes, you know, in history, right? Yeah. Like, don't do you ever do anything and you're like, who figured this out? All, I right? mean, all the time. I Things mean, you take for granted, like like scram, like eating scrambled eggs. Like who had well, the yeah, idea? I mean, that's I, to I eat mean, my, eggs my and then to that cook I to, eggs. I mean, I exactly like that. That I mean, that's like a very small scale. Like what I would when I lived in New York, and I would like I would fly back from wherever I like if I was flying back, uh, and you know you're coming home from like LaGuardia or JFK, and you see like the city at the in the distance. Yeah, I just looked. I would just look at, look at that. I'd be like. People people made this. They figured it yeah. out, and it works. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's that's it, incredible, right? Yeah, I mean, but you're. I, th- I feel like you're operating. That's like at that's one way extreme, bigger. and I'm at the other. Because like what I was thinking about, you know, like it's a stupid saying, right? Like I'm rubber, you're glue. Whatever you stay, yeah. bounce stuff me and sticks I'm not to stupid, you. Stupid, you're stupid. Yeah. But somewhere out there was like some eleven year old who came up with that, mm-hmm. and it went like viral, right before the internet. Right. Yeah. Like who doesn't know that saying? But it's like it's not like it's not like Shakespeare wrote that. You know, it was some it was some, some little kid. girl living, you know, in Akron, Ohio or something who just <laughs> like spit that one out on the playground one day and it just took off. That person, and, whoever and, is the first person to say that as an unsung hero, because they'll, no, no one's ever going to figure that out. Yeah. Right. And that's what I'm saying about things like, you know, things that man figured out. It, in prehistoric times, right? You can't, you can't credit any. Like, who figured out how to make bread, or who even figured out about yeast? That's crazy. Yeah. Like or if just you like literally anything. If you had like a container with some liquid in it, and that liquid started getting foamy, and then smelled like yeast. Who thinks you know? I'm going to make some food with that, right? Yeah. Like I dump that well, down the drain and. Like, a lot of the stuff probably started as an accident. No, I get that. But I'm saying, to me, that's an accident that you throw out. It's like when you have food in your fridge that spoils, that's an accident, too. But most people don't look at that as, like, an opportunity, right? Some, right. like, big brain person was like, no, I think this is actually a good thing. Yeah. 
Probably because, you know, I maybe they hadn't figured it out that it was like that it could be a good thing. Like when when food goes bad in the fridge, it's like it's got it's like gone through so much process to get to that point. There's yeah. not like anything else you can really do with it. Yeah, but maybe there is. I mean, I don't know. Like I, yeah. that's maybe that should be our homework for the next episode is think of like an unsung hero. I already did. Stuff. I already got the I'm rubber, you or glue person who yeah. I, for some reason, I think that was a little girl. That seems like a little girl thing. <laughs> little boys aren't smart enough. I don't think for that. Um, you see, I'm wearing my shirt again. Did I mention I have two of these now? I bought another one. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. So, and I'm only I really mean, telling it, you that. Cause then if you see me wearing it again and you're like, Whoa, you really like that shirt. Like, no, I have two of them. Don't worry. It's clean. <laughs> I you know I don't I don't know if I have any any the I don't think I have two of the same shirt like I well, I told you I have that's, that's nine good. black I have nine black t-shirts yeah you I guess but, I mean that um, that's one thing like like shirts like just like plain t-shirts that you can like wear as undershirts or yeah. something like that's that's different than like I mean that's that's like a shirt shirt like you know you're what's you know, the funny you, thing you're is you're like, dressed you know, to go to work in that. Well, I'm going to go to work after this. But uh, yeah. but no, I, I just prefer – it's like I was thinking about – you know, I asked you about yeeting graphic tees, and I, fi- I feel like my version of that would be it's, like yeeting shirts with collars. Yeah. Like I just prefer and... wearing – well, just flannels or polo shirts or mm-hmm. just anything. I prefer – I like collars. Yeah. So – but I was saying like my, like my goal like wardrobe-wise – Mm-hmm. Like I know, isn't it like you know Einstein and then like Steve Jobs were like both kind of they just not, like wear the same stuff every day. Yeah, I was gonna it say it's not what they're famous for, but famously they both just like this is my outfit. I wear it every day. Like I don't want to do that because that's boring. But right. like, but there, my, it's, like I thought that was because they're so smart. Like they were so smart, they didn't want to waste like their brain power like figuring out what they're gonna wear that day. So they just like said, uh, "I'm." That just sounds wear the same pretty thing. to me. That sounds pretty stupid. Like, oh, I'm so smart, I can't be bothered to pick out well, my clothes. Well, I mean, you don't like, want to take don't know the time that, to do but, it. You know, well, I, and I guess that gets into what I was going to say, but I was going to say that, like, my goal, I wish I could have, like, in the closet, here's some long sleeve shirts, here's mm-hmm. some short sleeve shirts, here's some pants, here's some shorts. Everything goes with everything. Yes. And everything's comfortable. So I can literally reach in there, am I wearing pants today or shorts? That's decision one. Am I wearing, is it long sleeve shirt, short sleeve shirt? Decision mm-hmm. two, it doesn't matter which ones I grab because everything goes with everything. That's that's what I'm trying to attain. And I'm getting there, I think. Yeah. I mean, if you could wear that shirt that you have on yeah. every single day, would you? And nobody would say anything? No, I just wish like, you know, this this shirt, they this shirt came in like, or still comes, I guess, in like six or seven different colors slash patterns. Mm-hmm. And like this is the only good one. Oh, so that's what's I mean, it's, annoying. It's a to good me. Like combination if, of colors, like blue. It is, but I'm saying like, like if there if there red. were like say three different variations of this shirt that I yeah. liked, I would have bought a few more of them, and then that's it. I'm covered in the winter for like flannel shirts. Makes but they sense. don't. So I had, I had to buy this exact same shirt twice just because it's just so comfortable, you know. But I would rather <laughs> have had a different. And then my and, wife bought one too. But then that, see, that upset me because, like, my wife bought one, but then it comes in, like, a color combination for, for girls mm-hmm. that is not available for guys. 
which I just, I, aren't we supposed to be living in a world where we're past that? Like what? I can't wear like hers. It's the same pattern. They, they, I mean, they probably, but it's like lavender like, with yellow stripes. And I'm like, I'd wear that. Right. And you, you know how like button downs and stuff like the, like the women's buttons are on the other, on the opposite side. That's how you know the, the difference. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, they probably just realized that it, like that there's only like, they didn't, they didn't feel like they would sell enough of that. Color no, I, for, I get that. Probably. I get that. That whole like zipper and button thing is something I didn't find out until I was like, like. 30. Is that just a, a thing here though? Because I feel like I've bought like European shirts, mm-hmm. men's shirts, like an H and M or something. It was, uh, well, no, but um, where the buttons were like, like quote unquote reversed, like where it would be like a woman's shirt, but it was absolutely not a women's shirt. Hmm. So I don't know if that's. I don't know. I it's I noticed it. You, how can you not notice? You put a shirt on and everything's backwards. Yeah. You know? I don't know. That sounds like a good question that we can't look up right now. Uh, or ever. <laughs> or ever. Oh, oh, by the way, nobody cares, but I care. Okay. Uh, we were talking about um, Highway to Heaven last time. Mm-hmm. And I said that Michael Landon's co-star was Gordon French, but it was Victor French. So I apologize oh. to the f- entire French family for that. Um, I got the last same, name I'm, right, which I think is more that's that's more important. important. People but, can like nobody's going to care. Nobody's going to know. But I, I just I, I saw that. And I, up. I care. Uh, as as a kind of like way they like write out this episode. Did you watch Night Court then? The the reboot of Night oh, Court. Oh crap! We forgot about yes yes. I watched I uh, the very end of the first episode and the very beginning of the because there's two episodes on in a row. See, this is why you talk about how we're going to have homework. Like you're not going to do. You can't even watch two freaking episodes of Night Court. I know. Well, I was going to, but then I was like, I really what wanted to. Uh, I was at the very end of a game I was playing. I was like, I, I get wanna, it. I, I want to finish it. You didn't record them or anything either. Then, like you, have, you're you have no way of watching them. Like you didn't record them. I, or could, anything? I could watch it. I could I could hop on. Okay. Hop on the on the on Peacock and watch it. Hop on the cock and watch it. Oh Jesus! Um, <laughs> so then you're bringing it up. So then, do you want to talk about it or do you not want to talk about it? What? Oh, Night Court. Yeah. Or Peacock. No, Night Court. Okay. Because <laughs> I think we talked about that like after we were done recording last time. Uh, just just to set it up, just to set that up, so people are not. Uh, my my suggestion for uh, for NBC is to rebrand peacock as peacock like p-e-p-e-a-c-a-w-k i just i just i think it's really funny it would be really funny if they did that uh but then anyways, you want them to have the, the catchphrase like you know yeah if, if you want to if you're going to watch something like hop on the cock on the cock and watch it yeah <laughs> you know it's like we've we've really run the gamut let me let me uh but wait we didn't talk about night court yet. we got to talk about night court real quick uh i mean it's, it seems pretty. It seems pretty okay. I I don't. I'd I'd have to watch like an episode of the the original show, like like it's been. I I no 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 no. Listen listen. I haven't watched it in like I haven't seen one in like like fifteen twenty years. Okay. Can I? So that's that's why. Like I mean I watched it when okay, it was but, on, but it wasn't like it wasn't a weekly thing for me. I understand that. But speaking of homework and being prepared. Not only did I watch both episodes that they showed of mm-hmm. the new Night Court, 
but I had the exact same thought you did. Like, I can't really speak intelligently on the subject unless I go watch an episode of the original Night Court. So right. I then did that. So I brought so, my materials so, to so class how does, today. So how does, how does it work? Does it, like, feel like it's a good evolution of it? I mean, because I can't, I can't imagine there's, like, a gigantic uh, audience that, like, remember, like, a ton about the original show. Like, I mean, I, I think this. that the show has done a good job of like, if you were a fan of Night Court, I think you have reason to tune in and check this out. Yeah. But if you're like a younger, you know, millennial or younger, mm-hmm. then I think that, you know, the way the show is written, I think definitely caters more to younger people. I think that I think when you watch sitcoms now, there's a lot more sort of like sappiness or like syrupiness to it. Yeah. Than there used to be, which mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not saying that's positive or negative. I'm just saying that's what TV shows are like now. And I think there's a little bit more of that mm-hmm. so that, you know, young people that didn't watch original Night Court may still be attracted to this one. Right. But um, I think the main thing I noticed is that there was just sort of a certain way about that original Night Court where I think it almost reminded me more of like watching a play. Mm-hmm. Rather than just a like TV their sets show or whatever, like it just no, seems... not the set, just the dialogue and the way it is. Like it's it's so like things are so over the top, and like the dialogue really is not natural. Wait, on the, on the original it, show, well, both. That's the point okay. I was going to make. Is I yeah. feel like that's the way because I watched it. I'm watching the show, and I'm like, God, this the acting seems so strange. It seems so unnatural. Because if you ever go watch a play, it's kind of how that is too. Yeah, like it's yeah. not. People are not on stage acting like normal humans or acting like stage actors. Because you need to exaggerate more to, yes. to reach the, you know. Yes. And so I'm watching the show and I'm like, that's kind of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But that's what they were doing in the original show, too. So it, like the, so it feels The show is faithful. very nonsensical and over the top. The original yeah. show and this one. And so they did. My point was just that it's obvious that not just the writers, but the actors, I think, did their homework and yeah. paid attention to the original series and said, how can we like recreate that yeah although i mean some of the stuff i just feel like was a little bit too like on the nose like you know yeah you got the judge is the daughter of yeah you know the original judge played by harry anderson but then like you know the original uh there was the two bailiffs you had bull you know the yeah, tall yeah, bald yeah. guy bull and he's not in and this then, at all right no the I mean, only the only is, actor is that carried alive? over is john larrikin i don't know i don't know okay i hope so i hope so um but then you had Roz. Remember Roz? Yeah, yeah. Was I can't. Oh man, her name flew out of my head. Um. But I feel like the bailiff they got now. It's like you know Roz was like you know this you know big boisterous black woman, right? And so they're like, well, we better do that again. And so now they have like the bailiff is this like big boisterous black woman. It's yeah. Like. I don't know. I mean, they I, they just needed to make that connection in as many ways as they could, I guess, because yeah. I mean. Even if the like the original was beloved, yeah, we're, we're at the point now with like like reboots and stuff like that, and uh, like like legacy sequels and stuff like that that we're really like scraping the bottom of the like like really having to dig deep and scrape the bottom of the barrel to like find stuff to bring back. I mean, I'm surprised. Night Court is not the first thing I would have thought. Would well, got, exactly. Would get well, rebooted, I mean, that's but... why it took so long for them to do it. Yeah. You know, like you're getting so many other ones and some of them are like well yeah. 
received and some of them aren't. Like some of them don't even like like the like there's there's probably stuff that we don't even know exists that was yeah. like rebooted or like legacy probably. sequeled or whatever. Yeah. You know, like there's like that whole like the uh like Murphy Brown had a had a show. Like a, yeah, I remember I used to watch Murphy Brown. Wait, wait that got re Done exactly, yeah, it did, and it didn't, and it didn't do very good, and it it got canceled. It only went for one season. Yeah, but that was like two years ago. Remember that was on Seinfeld. Well, you don't watch Seinfeld. That was like uh, uh, Kramer was on an episode of Murphy Brown in in Seinfeld. So you should look that Um, up. It's just kind of funny that like that. I'm not gonna do that, but um, but anyway, yeah. So I'm saying like if you liked the humor of Night Court, like the absurdity, then I think. The new Night Court is equally uh, absurd, just with a little bit, you know, it's it's the same stack of pancakes, but now you've got the syrup on top, you know, because right. that's what the kids now, they want that feel-good uh, uh, tone that I think right. that, you know, shows just, didn't have as much of. And, I mean, I guess people like our age are like the audience that they're going for, but I think that the weird thing about it is that when the original was on, we were probably not old enough to like truly like understand a lot of like the stuff in it. Oh yeah. And yeah, like watching Looney Tunes. And I feel like know, our like... parents like are probably too old to like really say, Hey, I'm gonna watch right. the Night Court reboot. So it's just yeah, it's, it's like kind of my in this mom, weird time period, this weird My like, mom limbo. would have been like in her thirties when Night Court was on. Right. Would have been like but now my mom's in her seventies. She's not gonna. When it was seventy like. year olds don't have a sense of humor anymore, really. So like <laughs> that I've seen. But they're also, I mean, very few of them are probably making like, like, like specific, like watching TV, like certain shows at specific times, and yeah. most of them are probably certainly not hopping on Peacock and watching it. Hopping on the cock, no. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I would just say that because I said last time, like, I was prepared for it to suck. Yeah. And I think it, it, I don't think it was great. I think it exceeded my expectations. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if, if it doesn't last. It, yeah. Like, if it didn't even get a second season, I wouldn't be like shocked. Like, oh, how could you do that? You know? Yeah. And, and not for any fault of their own. I mean, it was, and you, you, I mean, you can judge this better than I can because you watch so much more of it. But I mean, it's probably exactly as good as it needed to be. Yeah, but it, the problem is we just live in a world where it's just like if you want to watch Night Court, you can just go watch Night Court. Yes, like you don't need it to be rebooted. Yeah, because, and like, like I mean, is anybody really caring what these characters are up to now? I doubt. I, mean, I doubt it. Wouldn't you just think they're all dead? I mean, yeah, or I mean, several of them are. I mean, at least right. at least one of them are. Is yeah, is yeah. All right. This yeah. is like I think this might be our longest episode. We, we is definitely it one hour and forty five minutes. Definitely, <laughs> we it's did some. Uh, it's up there. Yeah, did some like, soul searching. Yeah, it's it's kind of is this is an, a uh, I don't know um, like a therapeutic episode I think in a way. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, All right. yes, that's going to do it for this episode of Here's My Question for You. And uh, you want to tell people about the Twitter and the email? Just the email, really. Uh, you should email us at uh, here's my podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we have Twitter. We don't 
I don't really post anything. You don't post. You don't even have access to the Twitter. So no, you can. I mean, I'm, you're welcome to it. I removed. But. I removed Twitter from my phone. <clears throat> so I mean, it's yeah. Um, I'm not using it very much. Yeah, I made. You saw I made a YouTube short video. Yeah. I'm gonna try to do that every episode. I think that's a good idea because it's like you can. I can also upload that to Instagram and and Twitter if I want to. Yeah, Just, I think that's know. a good idea. Yeah. I don't think uh, we ever said anything funny in this episode, though. So it's going to be hard to find a YouTube. <laughs> you never show. know. I yeah. mean, who knows? We can, you can, we can make one about about Peacock if you wanted to. Who knows? I might actually. All right, we'll see. I, All right. Like, anyway. if we can get that trending, maybe, maybe NBC will be like, you know, he's got a point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time. <laughs>